Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. We'll make it short and sweet. Hey, welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, we're talking about lesson plans today. Um, my experience is that, you know, I go out and do presentations and 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 people talk about they have to have lesson plans and and the way they talk sometimes is it seems like it needs to be some big deal. And do lesson plans need to be as complicated as some people seem to think they are? And do we really need as many of them as as some people might think? Well, I think creating a lesson plan is rather like creating a plan for your life. You're mm-hmm. born as a baby, and you know at some point you're going to die. But you don't know when, you don't know what age you'll be, you don't know really what you're going to do in between time. So you could create a plan. You could say you're going to you know, marry somebody from India and you're going to become a farmer and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And you can set the plan, but then your life will happen and it may or may not go according to plan. <laughs> so I think that it's setting a, a, a strict lesson plan for preschool age kids is about as ridiculous as setting a plan for what's going to happen in your life. Uh, we do not know what the day is going to bring, but it is going to bring feelings. It's going to bring social interactions. It's going to bring all kinds of creative learning if we just get out of the way and don't plan it too much. And, and, if, you, and if you do plan it too much, it is going to bring something that disrupts that plan. Yes. Um, and then a lot of the adult feelings will be, hey, this is not on the plan and you're getting in my way because I'm not accomplishing what I'm supposed to set out and do today. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking to um, Tanya, who um, works up in Ontario, and she was saying these words of wisdom of big feelings are the agenda. So if a kid has big feelings during the course of the day, that's not only okay, but that's all we have to do today because that's all that, that was planned for is open time to cope with whatever comes. Um, so there's, we don't have to rush it and hurry it along. Mm-hmm. And I'd like us to think about that and then think about that in terms of lesson plans because that really is our agenda. That is our plan is to allow kids to have opportunities to experience life and feelings and everything that happens with that and get good guidance from us well-trained, competent adults to get through these difficult things. That's the plan. We don't know which feelings are going to come out. We don't know when they're going to happen. We don't know who's going to have a conflict next and what it's going to be about. Uh, We don't know what amazing ideas they'll come up with. So, If there's a requirement to have a lesson plan, make sure that you're using the wording of social and emotional learning and try to say as little as possible because this stuff will happen. All the good learning will happen every day. But if we put too many parameters on it, it'll get squeezed out and it won't happen, and that's the most essential learning. So 
Jeff, how would you propose for those who have to follow the letter of a law and please the great lesson plan God in the sky, what would you write if your agenda is, I don't know what's going to happen, they're going to play? <laughs> um, uh, something along the lines of we will be engaging in child-led activities uh, or hey, we're going to be in the space together. Um, and that would get me fired. Um, I, I, I think part of this is a lot of times people think they have to have these complicated lesson plans. And really, if they go read the rule book, whether it's their employee handbook or the child care regulations, they're going to find out that there there is no requirement for them to have the big detailed thing that they think they have with the outcomes and the the the. 15-minute breakdown, uh, every 15 minutes broke, break, bro- broke down on the, uh, on, the, on the outline for the day and all this kind of stuff. And so I, I, I agree with what you said about keeping it vague. We're, we're, we're going to be in this space together. Um, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't write a lesson plan, Heather. I think there's, there's times when, let's say last week, there'd been a lot of issues on sharing or about um, being bossy or whatever things were coming up in the play. Um, I think you can, knowing that you've been watching the kids struggling with some of these issues for the coming week, say, um, we're going to do some puppet shows or we're going to talk about some of these ideas during the playtime to help kids um, cope with these conflicts because Mm -hmm. There are times when you know that your group of kids is in the midst of something and they're kind of struggling with it. That's a moment when I can see, oh, yeah, we're going to try to work on this a little bit. Um, yeah, and otherwise... if, if, yeah, and if that happened a week ago, it could be totally off their radar by the time somebody walks into the building and, and, uh, and there was a birthday party over the weekend and somebody found a big, fat, juicy green caterpillar. Um, right. And so I, I think even, even planning... Planning 24 hours in advance doesn't prepare you for what walks in the door. And, and, and so I, I guess one of the pieces of advice needs to be don't plan in advance because whatever you plan for isn't going to be on their minds. Most likely. Yeah, I, I although mean, I would counter that a little bit because I think that kids do have memories. Yeah, I mean, the great big squishy caterpillar is distracting and it's probably going to dominate <laughs> or, uh-huh. or what. But still, they will um, they can if it's not too far back, they can remember. So if you come in thinking, I think sometime this week when the moment's right, we could be um, trying to address whatever happened yesterday yeah, or when, last week. Yeah. But it, if something else happens, then it's just a postponement of that. It's not a complete Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just finding its way, having it on the front burner of your mind and trying to introduce it when the time is right. Because kids, some kids have amazing elephant memories and Uh they will carry something from months ago. Oh, yeah. And I mean, some sometimes they get into these 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 themes of play. Um, these these narratives that they're creating and they'll come back to that day after day for weeks at a time until something else comes up. Um, and if we as the adults in the room are, are trying to do our planning six months in advance, 
we're we're probably not creating something that is going to be of interest to the children. Um, it's 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 May, and that's when the flowers bloom, and so we're going to talk about flowers and 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 botany this 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 week because that's what the the calendar theme book says. Um, right. It, that doesn't... Yeah, and there's a difference to, um, you know, now it's the week to talk about flowers and it's spring versus um, sharing your passions and interests. Yeah. Because when people around you, I mean, just behaving a little more naturally, be, being more human rather than being a, a, a lesson plan. Yeah. <laughs> because if, if you saw something that morning and you're excited about it and you want to share it, um, they will probably catch your your excitement. They may get bored and think, oh, well, just like that, but I'm on to something else very soon. Or they may catch your excitement and, and want to learn more about it. But if we're more genuine with our interactions and our, you know, I'm always introducing things because I'm excited about something. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not a plan. It's just a, uh, <laughs> it's just life. Yeah. And there's a difference between planning six months ahead that, that we're going to spend a week talking about flowers in May because uh, April showers bring May flowers. Um, there's a difference between that and having the children watch the the uh, daffodils start first, the little green green shoots poke their way up, and then that stem comes up, and then it turns a little bit yellow, and then one day, boom, there's this beautiful daffodil there, and, and spending a couple of days watching that, those are, those are, those are two vastly different things. Right. Or saying we're going to walk outside and take a walk and see what's happening around the neighborhood or around the school because you will, you will encounter flowers (laughs) without, um, so maybe your plan is to try to get outside. Yeah. In, in, as far as lesson planning goes, in, in one of my books, we get into the whole idea of, of unplanning. Um, because I, I, I think instead of being very rigid, like a lot of people think they have to be, or, or we're taught to, because we've still got people graduating with early learning degrees that, that it's all about the lesson plan. And, and, and the reality is this, this thing about, Hey, we're people spending time together and let's, let's be genuine together kind of involves a little bit more unplanning. We got to be mindful about the space. Um, and, and what we put in the space and we got to, we got to know where our materials are so that if somebody gets interested in, in that big green juicy caterpillar that we know where the green paint is and the magnifying glasses are and those kind of things. And so that we just kind of create an environment so that we are able to more, more effectively follow their lead when, when they drag us down a, a particular path. Right. So can you write, uh, this is a question because I, I don't run a program, but can you um, write a lesson plan after the fact? I guess. And say, this is what we did today, and we got the magnifying glasses yeah. out, and then we did this, and you know, and this involved all these aspects of learning, because that's the kind of lesson plan that would really work well, is the one that you write after you did it already. Well, like yeah, prior. more more of the reflection, and, and that's one thing, I've seen it haven't seen it in the states much. I've seen it in the in in the Canada a little bit, and I see it every place in the Australia. They have these 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 big portfolio uh, tablet kind of book things with the big uh, like two foot by three foot blank pages on them, and mm-hmm. and they will they will use these to document their day or document their activities. And so we'll walk into a program, and, and I remember one that sticks in my mind is a program they'd, they'd done fire with the kids for the first time that day. 
And so they had some pictures printed out of, 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 of kids helping start the fire and, and, and this kind of stuff. And then uh, staff, depending on the age of the kids, staff would write things in and older kids would write their own comments in. And it becomes this, this kind of a collage of the experience, the thing they experience together. Um, because over there, they're kind of, they're kind of seeing this, this whole pre-planning isn't really all that effective, but the value of this documentation after the fact as, as a way of reflecting and, and um, processing the, the things that happened has great value. Right, right. So have another way of, I mean, kids process life through play, but they can process life by talking about it or documenting it, helping to document yeah. or looking back at pictures of what they did and, and reflecting on that. So in, in addition to, as you talk about unplanning, um, almost post-planning. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, because the pre-planning really makes sense to me is knowing how you are going to react emotionally to situations and training yourself up to how to cope with kids. Um, that's good planning. And also it's good planning to have the materials on hand. You know, if you're out in the woods with your kids, um, or whether you're, you, you have a stack of, of figurines and a stack of magnifying glasses and a whole bunch of crayons and paint, you know, having the, the materials, yeah. that, that's being prepared. So maybe it's more about how can we prepare for ourselves and, and switching away from this culture of lesson planning. Yeah, I, I think a big part of that preparedness is also the relationships with the kids because the, 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 the stronger the bond is, the better you know that child or that group of children, the better prepared you're going to be for what they bring into the room on a particular day when you know that it's been it's been a three-day weekend and and so and so is always exhausted when she comes in on a monday morning after a long three-day weekend you can kind of have a good idea of what that child's going to need and as you know the kids you know which kid is your bug kid and which kid is the block kid and which kid is the art area kid and you can you can curate materials and set up your space to meet the needs of those individuals. And so the more we know them, the more we know, the, the better we can anticipate what they're going to, what they're going to, what they're going to need and where, where the day is going to go with them. Right. So I guess our, our message and, and challenge for people listening is if you are in a program where you have to write a lesson plan, do your best to write a vague and minimalist one that won't get you fired, <laughs> but will allow the day to unfold so that kids can live and experience things. And then gradually, let's take ideas and share them around the world so that the U.S. can become more of the document afterwards. Prepare ahead, but don't plan at all. You can't plan your life. You can't plan your children's lives. Yeah. You can't plan your program and who's going to um, have different needs in that day. Yeah, we're, 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 today we're going to engage in social, emotional, physical, uh, cognitive, and language development, period. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that, pretty, that pretty much covers everything. Yeah. We got anything else so we want to... No, I just think we have to acknowledge that, that we're in a cultural shift of... There's a lot of, of people making plans for us that involve our plan is that you write a lesson plan. So mm -hmm. you, may, you may have to follow the letter of the law, but um, 
we need to be shifting away from that yeah. as, as a society because that's not the answer to life. Setting yeah. up these elaborate plans and, and curriculums and, and agendas for this age group is, is not where it is. Yeah, yeah. And if you, if you do have to follow somebody, the letter of somebody's law, make sure you, uh, you clarify exactly what that law is because I think there, we've got a lot of people out there that are, that are jumping through hoops when they, they don't know the diameter of the, the hoops and, and, right. and, and so, ask. Yeah. Yeah. Ask, yeah. If ask there's questions. a sympathetic person in your program or your, your, your employer, just ask, I'm, I feel like this is where we need to go with planning for the kids. Would it be okay if I wrote something like this and find out maybe it's fine and maybe you've been worrying yourself for nothing, but yeah. ask questions, speak up. And if it, you're in a very tightly run ship, maybe it's time to jump ship. <laughs> jump ship. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a perfect place to wrap it up. <laughs> hey. So on that note, <laughs> hey listeners, so make sure you have savings in the bank. Though. Yeah, and, and and make sure there's a yeah, make sure there's a lifeboat when you when you jump ship, uh, um, or you can come with come live with me for a while if if you if you if you're anywhere near Iowa. Hey, this has been a Renegade Rules. We'll be back more back more. I, I should have done a lesson plan for how to do the uh, outro for this episode. We will be back in the future, probably seven days from now, with another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And uh, and check out those Renegade Rules books on the uh, on the interwebs. Uh, they're coming out in French pretty soon. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.